Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. It's National Banana Split Day. Look, Banana Splits! Today is National Banana Split Day. I love Banana Splits. Banana Splits. Banana Splits. Banana Splits. Banana Splits all day. Bananas Happy National Banana Split Day. Showtime. And hello, everybody. Hey, we're back, kind of. For a bit. <laughs> we, are, uh, we were on vacation for a couple of days, and we're here for a couple of days, and then we're off next week, and then season five of the After Nine podcast begins the Tuesday after Labor Day. Season five, way four, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know what? Since you mentioned the waves that we're in, they said we were in wave four, and I was like, fuck off. Stop with this wave four hyperbole. But I, I'm looking at the numbers here, and when you look at the numbers, yeah, it seems like wave four. But then when you look at all the shit around the numbers, I'm not sure if it's wave four. And, and I'll tell you why. Yesterday, the health minister put out her daily tweet. This is from Christine Elliott. And she pointed out, guys, 486 new cases, 18 new deaths. But then when you look into it, 16 of those deaths are from more than two months ago. Uh-huh. It was another data catch-up. They're doing a data catch-up like once a week. And it's never like cases from the weekend that just got overlooked. It's cases from months ago. Like, what happened in the time since that person died and yesterday for you guys to realize, oh, yeah, we didn't write that down, did we? Grandma passed away back in fucking March and nobody told anybody. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a problem. We should add it to the numbers in August. Why is that happening? How all this time later have we still not figured out how to count? I hate the catch up. I hate that catch up stuff like ugh, because it's it, it comes. I feel like that that asterisk comes after the numbers like on purpose. I don't know, but it feels like it sometimes like just to freak people out a little bit. Is that what it is? Like, are they trying to scare people into getting vaccinated? I I watched that. This Dr. Kieran Moore cat. It's weird because he hasn't really given me any reason to dislike him. And he's different in certain ways than Dr. David Williams was. But he's still a shady fucker. Like, all this guy does is apologize for Doug Ford. Here's the problem. The reports in the media this morning say that in the next week or two, We will formally have a vaccine passport in Ontario. And I still hate that term, vaccine passport. I don't like the term. I don't think it represents what it actually is. We're just talking about something that you call up on your phone or that you can have uh, laminated or or like your shopper's optimum card or whatever the fuck you want. Something that says you're adequately vaccinated to be able to go to the places where they say you need to be vaccinated to get in. All they want is something that you can't easily manipulate or duplicate and you can trust someone that when they show that chances are it's legit not like the piece of paper that you can print off or photoshop or whatever so we know that's coming in the next week or two but doug has already said i don't like it i don't want it because he was listening to a few people in the party that are close to him maybe even people that donate to his campaign who said don't do it doug don't fucking do it well it looks like we're gonna do it fuck you doug So right now, in the meantime, smart people like Dr. Kieran Moore and Christine Elliott have had to toe the line and pretend that a piece of paper that you can print out is secure. And it's bizarre to watch an actual scientist try and say, 
Oh, no. Perfectly secure. It's legitimate. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, you can get it as a PDF. Well, a PDF isn't exactly revolutionary technology, no. assholes. But you've got, Doug's put these smart people in a position where they have to act stupid just to cover up for the fact that he shouldn't have said what he said months ago. He should have been able to look down the line and say, hey, you know what, we're probably going to have some means of proving that you're vaccinated. Actual secure well, proof. We're probably going to do it. Fuck, we've said this for months that we're going to need something like that. As much as people hate the term vaccine passport, call it whatever you want to call it, but... We're seeing it pop up everywhere, all over the place now. Uh, Headquarters, some police headquarters, you must be vaccinated. Uh, Some uh, buildings, you must be vaccinated if you work in them. So we know that that's going to happen, so you need to find a way to prove it. Because anyone can lie. We we should know that that's the fact. So why are they so afraid to say it? That's, That's messed up to me. It really is. I think he was trying to play it both ways. I think Doug wanted to have the perception that he doesn't want to split society, quote unquote. Actually, it is a quote from Doug. We don't want to split society. Well, no, 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 we're not doing that. But quietly, he's allowed all of this to happen and build up underneath him. So it gets to a point where now Doug's going to have to trot out there and say, well, I didn't want him, but everybody's asking for him. So now we got to do it. It makes him look so fucking weak. Why don't you just show some leadership, Doug? Why don't you just show anything? Where are you? Are you at the cottage? Are you at Queens Park? Are you at home? Like, where are you? We're in the fourth wave, and we haven't seen our premier in weeks. It's bizarre. He's he hasn't on taken questions man. from the media in ages. Everyone's and, on vacation. Well, I mean, everybody's allowed vacation time, and they're entitled to it. But I'm sorry, when you're the premier of the province, let's think back to last year. Remember when he was on the victory tour, squeezing himself into golf shirts that didn't really fit, and going around, waving around money in everybody's face, like, oh, we conquered COVID. Well, now, a year later, we're in the fourth wave. There's six times more people in the ICU now than there were last summer, asshole. Like, where are you? And you know what? Maybe he just wants to or has to come out and say, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm on top of it. I'm watching it. Uh, Every time I come out here, people shit all over me. So I'm just going to work quietly in my office and get stuff done. Even if he said that, I'd be like, oh, I don't really blame him. People do shit on him for anything he says. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wouldn't want to face that every day either. But at some point, you got to be the leader and come out and face the public and face the scrutinizing media and answer questions. Because now we've heard that the passports are a week or two away. And the last we heard from you is it's not happening. You know, you said we don't want to split society, but you yourself have ordered members of your own caucus to get vaccinated or get the fuck out. It will happen. He will come out and talk. And I think that it makes sense. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. I think it makes sense he takes a break now because I think we all know what's going to happen come September, come come kids going back to school. Um, he's going to be needed a lot. I think a lot of hands are going to be on deck once that happens because we know it's going to spread. So take the break while you well, it's not too bad. In the next couple of weeks, fine, whatever. But when school starts, shit's going to hit the fan and everybody needs to take a mental break. So I personally don't care. Yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking about schools too, Kat, and it, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I get that you do. You've got a little one who's not old enough to be vaccinated but is going to be going back to school. And we've heard mixed messaging on whether or not educators should be vaccinated. Uh, they don't have to be, but if they're not, they're going to have to undergo regular testing. Oh, okay, fine. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Do you think this is going to go well? Or do you see uh, mass amounts of kids getting kicked out of school? Because of infections and outbreaks. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a bumpy I was just going to say the plan doesn't seem very different from last year's plan. And last year's plan worked fine when there was no vaccinations. 
this year there's a lot of people vaccinated, but there's still a lot of cases coming up. So I don't know. Yeah, there's going to be some spread. I think I, 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 I totally understand that. I just hope that they're able to just kind of still still go through the motions. Let's continue to keep the schools open as, most, as, as much as we can. And if you have to shut down a classroom at a time here and there, I, I hope that they can still make it work. But, yeah, I think we all know that the case numbers are going to go up. They're not going to go down with kids back in class. Like, fuck, it's going to happen. The election campaign is 10 days away, and we will talk about that in a few. I just want to calm down uh, quickly. Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk really quickly about OnlyFans? Let's just mention this because we spent like half our podcast on Friday talking about it. And now, this was fast, they're backtracking. What? They'll no, no. longer They'll no longer be banning sexually explicit contact uh, content starting October 1st because of the outcry. Creators are pissed. I mean, that's how they make a living. Um, so here's the announcement they made this morning. Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We've secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. Um, They had planned to do this. They say it had to do with their banking partners not being happy about it, suggesting they no longer do business with OnlyFans because of the sexual content. But maybe issues there have been resolved. Maybe they were looking to get a little publicity. I, I mean, anything is possible here, but they added at the end, uh, they stand for inclusion. They say, quote, we will continue to provide a home for all creators. So it's good news for those creators of that special content because there were other people waiting in the shadows to jump in on that. Like the sure. families, family site or whatever. There's another one that was ju- basically a mirror image that was w- that was going to be like, come on over, content creators of sexual nature. Come on over. Uh, but it looks as though if you do have an OnlyFans account, you're you're okay if that's what you're there for uh, because they're not going to change. All they really had to do was verify that the content going up there was legit. And there must be a way to do it. I mean, fuck. If, if Twitter and Facebook and, and the other social media sites can flag a a video that's had a few seconds edited out of it, then I would imagine only fans can tell like, Oh, this isn't regular run of the mill sex show kind of stuff. This is illegal stuff and flag it. I I don't know why that was so hard, but that was the compromise. And it seems like that's probably what they're going to do. Maybe that announcement last week was really just to get some of the critics off their back. People move on quickly. If you say we're going to change it, maybe they just forget about you and move on until it comes back around in the news. Uh, That's good, though. I mean, I guess a lot of people were making money off of it. Um, Let's talk about fast food apps for a second here. I hope that the powers that be will eventually come to their senses and realize that dollar drink day should be all year round. (laughs) I don't understand why we're canceling this on fucking Labor Day. It's a good deal on an iced coffee. I don't know why we have to cancel it. If you can sell it for that price, why don't you? Because I'll tell you, McDonald's. I go out of my way sometimes to find a McDonald's because I know that whether I want a hot coffee or an iced coffee or a slushy, it's going to be fairly inexpensive. The dollar drink days is good. Yeah. So go ahead. I, I, I was just going to talk about the uh, the apps and the coupons that are in there. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad we're going to talk about that. But can I just say, you just reminded me of it. Can I, I forget. Even with all the advertising, and I know they do a ton of advertising, until you mention it now at this, what, August the 25th, I forgot. And I am maybe it's just creature of habit, but I'll buy a nice coffee here and there from Tim Hortons. I never get the base, though. It's ugh, a little too sweet for me. But I'll just, I'll do that and I'll, I'll make my own version of a nice coffee. I forget about the McDonald's one. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. I will try to squeeze that into the last what, week and a bit to go. Okay, so on my phone, I have 
in addition to Skip the Dishes, DoorDash, and Uber Eats, I have the apps for, the specific store apps, Tim Hortons, McDonald's, Domino's, Burger King, Starbucks, Barberito, Wendy's, and Pizza Nova. Wow. And they all have coupons in them, though, Kat. And I don't want to leave money on the table. Why would I do that if I don't have to? So right now, for example, at Wendy's, uh, here's an offer. Buy one spicy chicken, get a second for $2. Order online through the mobile app and you get yourself a free large fry. Well, that's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't have, I'm not arguing that. I totally understand what you mean. Starbucks app, for example, I'll always purchase off that because I I can redeem stars and why, why not get a couple of coffees for free? Why not? So I do that. But some of the offers are stupid, Scott. You have to admit. Yeah, I mean, and and you know what? Sorry to say, but Tim Hortons, we're going to center you out a little bit here. Because some of these deals are ridiculous. One of the ones they have on the app all the time. Two farmers breakfast wraps for $5. I mean, that's a good deal. But should you really be eating two farmers' breakfast wraps for breakfast? I think think it's meant to share, but yeah. I don't know many people that are like, hey, honey, let's each go and get a farmer's breakfast wrap. I I don't know that. Two classic breakfast sandwiches for $5. And maybe the intention there is that, oh, I'll get one and my my ride share will get one or my girlfriend or my boyfriend will get one. Yeah. But I think the vast majority of the time, one person that's typically fine with one sandwich is just going to eat double the amount of food because it's cheap. Can I just say, though, I I get that a little bit more than the one I just mentioned that I am a fan of. So don't get mad at me, Starbucks. I know it. PSL season is here. Here we go. But the Starbucks ones are kind of ridiculous. Like, and they'll tell you when you get your order. Like, uh, just so you know, if you come back three more times today, you get 110 stars. How the fuck am, between two p after two p.m. come four times to get hundred and ten bonus stars? Why would I come here? Why would I come here five times? Right. Who am I? Yeah. After two p.m. Why would I do that? Work there? What the fuck? Like it doesn't make any sense at all to me. But maybe it works for them. I don't know. But I always find that so funny. Like you come back a couple more times just so you know. Like who, today, I don't have that kind of time. Like what? Who's coming back here five times after 2 p.m.? I just, my mind is blown. My mind is blown. The the two times I get, if you come back, you're going to get 40 bonus stars. Great. Which is like, by the way, like you get halfway to a latte, which is not cheap, you know? So you're like, okay, maybe I'll come back again for another coffee or I'll treat someone later. Four times. Fuck off. Yeah, not, really? Nobody's doing that. Who's doing that? interns that aren't even getting one for themselves. They (laughs) just have to go and get it for the rest of the office. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's all that is. Yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, Okay. Burger King app. They've got some pretty good ones here. So here's the Whopper bundle four Whopper meals for $24.99. Again, I feel like it's going to get be like one person who's going to eat four fucking Whoppers. No, they'll eat three and save one for lunch the next day. And nuking a Whopper the next day is oh, not the same. No. Here's a, oh, two original chicken sandwiches and two small fries for six ninety nine. It's just, you're encouraging one person to eat two large chicken sandwiches and two full small orders of fries. Yeah. I don't know. At what point does Health Canada jump in here and say, okay, listen, assholes, I get that you're trying to get people to come in here, but people are just eating way too much shit. 
know, forget about COVID. We're about to deal with a different public health crisis. The fact that people are sitting down and the new norm is to eat two farmers breakfast wraps for breakfast. <laughs> That's not the new norm. Don't. No. <laughs> well, seriously. A uh, company over in Poland, Cat, wants to revolutionize the way that road work is done. Especially when it's as hot as it is out right now. Uh, it's gross, yeah. I, I feel bad for the people that are working on the roads, doing the repaving and shit like that. It's got to suck because that asphalt is hot. Well, this company in Poland invented what they call flower-scented asphalt. And it will be coming to new roads very soon. They've mixed in essential oils that mask the smell of asphalt and make it smell like flowers instead. Hmm. They say the point is to provide more comfortable working environments for road workers who have to stand around all day smelling that nasty smell. Oh, well, that sounds really, like, really thoughtful. That's nice. Do you know how much essential oils cost? And my question to you is, have you ever taken one of those $42 a bottle, one ounce bottles? And thought, I'm just going to sprinkle this all over the road and make the road smell nice. No, I'm not. To answer your question, yeah, I'm actually pretty obsessed with uh, sage is usually my go-to yep. because their scents are amazing. And I just, I literally just spent $82 there. Yeah, where was I? Yesterday I went to the mall. Anyway, whatever day it was, I went to the mall. I literally just spent like almost 100 bucks on some new oil. So yes, I know, I, I am fully aware it is expensive. And no, of course, I would never waste a drop of it. So, yeah, that seems a little outrageous. There was nothing else you could have scented the pavement with other than essential oils? I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the business, but I tend to think that for the price of essential oils, they could probably just deal with the smell. That sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. How much money that would be to just try and scent up an entire road. Like, do you do like a couple of blocks at a time or are you doing kilometers at a time? That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of dough. Why would they? Why? Yeah, that doesn't seem that like, you know what? I'll just smell shit like, oh, no, I'm not spending that money. I'd rather smell shit. I was uh, down in Niagara on the lake yesterday. Girlfriend and I did a quick little getaway. Go and see Niagara on the lake. And I mean, anybody who does that, I think usually has a fairly good experience. Although I admit I'd never done it. I'd driven through Niagara-on-the-Lake. I knew roughly where Niagara-on-the-Lake was, and I knew it was full of wineries and tours that you can take, but I'd never actually stayed there. So I did this time. I'll give you a couple of takeaways. Number one, some of the packages you can get are amazing. So I got a beautiful room, very, very modern, but in an old building, and it had a balcony, and it came with two three-course dinners and breakfast, and it was under 500 bucks. Great deal, right? And then I actually went down and did some of the Niagara-on-the-Lake shit. I walked down that strip. It's full of shopping and and realtors and so on. Everything closes at 5. I was shocked that I was walking around, and and I went into one store, and I was looking at something that I thought about getting, and I thought, "Ah, I'll think about it. I'll come back when I walk back up the strip. She's like, okay, well, just so you know, we we close in, in like 15 minutes. And I thought, it's just after 4.30. Why are you closing? Everything closes at 5. It turns into a ghost town. Even the bars. I thought after I had dinner, oh, there's a pub over there. I'll go and have a drink. Yep. Nope. They close at 9. Yeah. Oh, I could have I warned, warned you about that. I went to, and here's the thing. They, 
are known as a wine, a mini little wine country there on Niagara on the Lake. And I think a majority of people who go to Niagara on the Lake are there for those exact couple things that you mentioned, the wine, yes, and the shops. And they like to keep it quiet. It's, they do this on purpose, shutting things down early. They don't want to be known as a party destination. You want that? You go stay in Niagara Falls. And you, then you come here during the day. After that, it's closed. I went to a lovely wedding in Niagara-on-the-Lake a few years ago. My girlfriend, Nikki, got married at Queen's Landing. Beautiful spot. Very lovely. So we all, obviously, um, had a lot to drink and had a great time at the wedding and reception. A bunch of us decided to skip the midnight table. Like, just like, ah, we'll just get food later. Why would you do that? Why would we kill our, well, I know, but we were thinking, well, come on. We were thinking, why would we kill our buzz right now? We're having Ah, a great time, right? There's a bunch of us staying over at the hotel. We hadn't been together in a large group. There's like 12 of us. We hadn't been together for a while. So let's just stay up late. We'll order some food. Scott, I couldn't even get delivery. We could not even get delivery. We should have, bad us. We should have at least, we should have packed some Tupperware or figured out a way because we literally couldn't get anyone to deliver. This was, now that in mind, it was probably 1 a.m., but still, no, not even a pizza joint was open and available to deliver to the hotel. It was insane. We ended up having to find a vending machine and ate chips. Like, it was bad. So that's when I realized, okay, this is why. Because they want to be known as this, that's what they want to be known for. They don't want people crazy partying and staying up late and getting drunk at, you know, 11, 12, 1 a.m. You mean having fun and spending money? Yeah. (laughs) It was bizarre to me. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe they do want to direct the fun stuff to the falls and just the prim and proper formal shit to daytime in Niagara-on-the-Lake. But either way, I thought, what a missed opportunity. There's people everywhere here. Why are you closing your store at 5 o'clock? You were just forced to be closed for almost a year. Open up a little bit. Let's sell some shit. Yeah, I'm not sure what the thought process is with closing it at five. Was it a Sunday? No, this was Monday. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, some places do close earlier. They've done it for many years. You got to just assume that they know what's best for the business. I don't know. Or they don't know what they're doing. Uh, One other thing I will do, though, is, and I'm very picky about the wine that I drink. And when my girlfriend said, hey, we'll go to Niagara-on-the-Lake and we'll go and check out some wineries. I don't know if by text she could hear me roll my eyes, but she just sort of knew, yeah, I know, you're going to be an asshole about this whole thing because you don't like VQA, you don't like Canadian wine. And I'll be honest with you, I don't. It's not the same as Napa or France or Tuscany. People who like Canadian wine probably like it for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, but good on you. Way to support at a at a boy or girl. You go ahead and drink your Canadian wine. It's just not for me. But I agreed to go on this little fucking tour of the different wineries and a couple of takeaways there. Some of them beautiful. The two sisters building gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it was closed. I mean, you could go in and look around, but there was no tours and the restaurant was closed because it was a Monday. OK, no problem. I'll go next door. And next door was. Peller, rude, inefficient, no interest in staying there. Okay, let's go on to another one. I think I went to uh, right around the corner from there. Uh, I don't oh, know. It man, starts with an, there's so many. Yeah, there's tons. So I went to one of them. It starts with an R, like Reef or something like that. And they were very, very nice. There was a nice guy at the front 
who told us all about what they offer and said, if you want to come in and do a, a sampling, let's do it. And I thought, okay, this is the fourth one we've been to. I guess I might as well fucking suck it up and try some of this wine. Cat. It was outrageous. Like, I couldn't, they, you know how they do those samplings? They basically just cover the bottom of the glass. You don't really get a whole lot of wine yeah. for your $22. I didn't even finish it. I couldn't finish it. They made this liqueur out of grapes. It was kind of like a wine liqueur. I still have that taste in my mouth. <laughs> did you, did you pay? Okay. Not that money matters, but did you pay for this? I mean, I feel like, or did you do this? For your girlfriend, did your girlfriend pay and just kind of drag you along? Because I know you, and and I'm surprised that you even went through with it. So that's awesome that you that you did it because you are very picky. You're 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 very picky with wine. I did pay for it. I had no choice. I had already put my lips on the glass, and and I felt like it was rude to just get up and leave. And I felt like flipping a table over and telling them they were assholes for even serving that. But whatever, it was bad, and I paid for it. And then I felt like shit for the rest of the night. Like I was drinking beer just to try and get the taste of wine out of my mouth. It was like cough medicine. It was awful. It was like cough medicine meets melted Jolly Ranchers. That was what the wine tasted like. And it was thick and ugh. Like I said, if you're one of those people who's a hardcore VQA, you go right ahead and enjoy it. In fact, you can have mine. I'll I'll stick to some of the other regions that I like. Either way, though, I mean, the uh, businesses in Niagara, very tourism-reliant, and they've had a lot of their guests cut off at the border, literally. So if you get a chance to get down there, whether it be to the falls or Niagara-on-the-Lake, support those businesses. Go take your little tour of the wineries and uh, have yourself a good time. Last but certainly not least, I'm glad this is finally getting discussed because it's about time the uh, leaders that are all vying for our votes, have started talking about affordability. They've started talking about the housing market and all the different ways that they want to try and fix the housing market. Yesterday, the prime minister was talking about it, and he said one of the things he's going to do is he's going to create a bank account that's tax-free for you to save for a down payment. Uh And I thought to myself, when I read the fine print on this, I thought, you are so fucking rich. And so disconnected because this thing is only for people under 40. You can only put up to $40,000 in it. And that's supposed to cover your down payment. (laughs) 40 grand. I didn't even hear that fine friend. That's great. You can save up and you have to save it. So, I mean, what are you going to take? How much money are you going to take off each check? And most people start working and making meaningful income in and around their early 20s. So let's say it's 22. Well, that gives you 18 years to save $40,000. And when you pull it out, it's tax-free. You don't have to pay money on that. So, I mean, I suppose that's good. But this is something he's promising now that won't start impacting the government for 40 years, or sorry, 20 years. And I'm thinking to myself, even if you do save the full amount, what are you buying where 40 grand is an acceptable down payment? Because there aren't a lot of houses in Southern Ontario where 40 grand is 20%. Yeah. Where can you buy a house like that? Certainly nowhere within the GTHA anyway. So 40 grand is not 20%. So what's the massive difference between this and any other TFSA that you can get currently? It's exactly the yeah. same as a TFSA. Okay. Yeah, yes. that's what I was just thinking. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have one of those. It's just not necessarily for a house down payment. So 
you're not doing it's a nothing it's a nothing announcement well i think a tfsa when you pull the money out you've got to pay tax on it uh in this case you don't pay the tax on it if you use it for a down payment on a house i guess like the lawyers will have to figure out the fine print on that either way it's another thing that i'm really not 100 percent sure is actually going to happen um, he said he wants to end blind bidding and he wants to restrict realtors uh, a little bit more. And, and that's all well and good. Somebody really has to do something, though, whether it is uh, building more houses, which, again, will take a while, but it probably would bring down some of the prices. Or it's banning foreign buyers who buy houses here with no intention of ever even coming here, let alone moving into the house. There's certainly a lot of that going on. Whatever it is they do, they've got to get the prices a little more affordable because there's an entire generation that is never going to be able to afford to buy a home unless they get some crazy inheritance or they win the lottery. It's just too expensive. I mean, what is the average down payment now? Like $65,000? That's a lot of fucking money for someone to save up for their first home. Yeah. You used to be able to get condos cheap. Oh, starting a condo. They go for like 200 grand, 250 grand. Not anymore. Condos are starting at 550 in a lot of cases. And that doesn't even come with a a parking space. It gets you a fucking locker in the basement. You don't get a lot for that. That's one bedroom. Not even a den. I know. I feel for the people trying to buy a house right now. It is it is absolutely difficult. And when we talked about this on our FM uh, morning show this morning, there are people going, this helps me very little because I'm 41, for example, and I'm struggling to make this work. So, yeah, I it's it's a, it's a shitty time to, to attempt to be a homeowner. It really and is. And people can't necessarily save because, I mean, what, inflation, what, 3% last month? The cost of living is going up so fast mm-hmm. how are you supposed to put away any meaningful amount of money towards a down payment like i said unless you get that gifted to you or you inherit it or you win it in the lottery or at a stag or something i don't know how you're going to get that money for a down payment because it's really way 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 too expensive and part of the problem is credit is cheap people are buying up shit left right and center that i don't know that they're going to be able to afford in the long run I looked at a house on the weekend, a beautiful house, but it went $250,000 over asking. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can pay a quarter of a million dollars over the asking price and then still be completely fine if the market goes down a little bit and that house isn't worth what you paid for it anymore or interest rates go up. It really kind of feels like there's some sort of a storm coming when it comes to housing. Something's got to give. We all know that. And if that's what it is, either interest rates go up or the cost of living keeps going up and people can't afford to pay the mortgage that they signed up for or houses just become worth less. People are going to have negative equity and that's going to create a whole new housing crisis. I'm worried for people, Kat. I'm worried for people that don't have a ton of equity in their house or savings that they can draw on if shit goes down. Yeah, well, I think that is, and that's what some people would argue as we were talking about how tough it is, that that would be the argument as to why they're doing what they're doing because they don't want anyone to just be able to buy a house for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, owning a home isn't a right. Having a place to live is a right, but owning a home isn't necessarily, but this is one of the first generations that's ever been in a position where it doesn't matter if they want to or don't want to. 
if renting works better or if leasing works better. They just plain can't afford to buy a house. Mm -hmm. I mean, the amount of money that it takes up front to even get into those big, high mortgage payments is insane. Yeah. Oh, you want a detached home with a backyard? Minimum million dollars. Probably more. Probably more. Yeah. And that's in just in the average in Southern city. Ontario. And that's exactly it. That's, you're just talking about the average city. You're not even talking about some spots which are ridiculously, ridiculously uh, higher. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a game and it's not a fun game for some people. Um, for others who are in it, they think it's fun. <laughs> they're fine with it because they know they're going to make money off of it one day, even if it's a struggle, you know, for a while. But yeah, it's, I don't know. So, some Something has to be done. I don't think this announcement Trudeau gave recently is it but something has to be done done i think because we can't have that and thank you very much for listening everybody if you're looking for a snack today it's national banana split day oh all right i'm pretty sure i can download an app and find a coupon for that (laughs) you gotta buy seven wait you gotta buy seven though to get it for the same price as buying three (laughs) you gotta be there six (laughs) times today We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of After 9. Have a good one. Netflix just announced the release dates of 42 movies that are hitting the platform by the end of this year. Even the Hallmark Channel was like, uh, maybe you should just slow down a bit. You know, like, after a version of the trailer leaked online, Sony released the official teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, and it already has over 200 million views. Yep, the fans are going nuts. People haven't been this excited about a kid who lives with his aunt since the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. According to a new study, eating one hot dog takes 35 minutes off an individual's life. And in a tragic development, competitive eater Joey Chestnut has passed away in 1756 at the age of negative 227. Following the full approval of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine, the company revealed it would start marketing the drug under the name... Comernati. So now people will start referring to the Pfizer vaccine as the Pfizer vaccine. <laughs> the After 9 podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.